Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up Podcast, and we are still in season five. But today I have a special guest by the name of Denim Stanback. And she is just amazing, and I can't wait to talk to her because she's doing some bomb stuff, y'all. So we're gonna get into this conversation. Hey girl. Hey girl. See, I can talk to her like this. Okay, <laughs> y'all have to understand. This is just real. So how are you doing today? I'm good. I am great, can't complain. So the podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. Alright. What do you think your purpose is? Really honest with you, as a 17 year old, I don't really think I know what my full purpose is yet. Mm-hmm. But I think it just depends on what's going on today. My purpose right now, today, I'm going to be the face of the kids who want to pursue their dreams, but they believe it's too big. So mm. I think that's it. I like that. They think it's too big, but you out here showing them that no matter how big it is, you can achieve it. Exactly. Because you're doing it. All of you in school and working. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Because I don't know if I could be in school and working back when I was in school. It is stressful. I'm telling you that now. It is so stressful. And especially in my senior year. Lord. It is like the hardest thing. But I ain't got no other choice but keep going, you know? You don't want to give up. Never. How we, don't, we don't want to give up. You're too far cool. in. Why would I go back? Exactly. Exactly. So tell people what, what high school you go to. I attend Creative and Performing Arts High School where I'm a media major. So I study graphic design, film, um, things of that nature, audio production, and a little bit of theater. A little bit. Just, just a little theater. bit of acting. Just a very little bit. But, <laughs> no. And then I'm still taking my regular classes. Um, two AP classes mm-hmm. and working my way up to college. Yes, we know that's coming soon. So I know the parents, the siblings are super excited trying to figure out what school you going to go to because you know, I'm on like pins and needles. Like, where's she going? Where's she going? Like every other year. I... <laughs> but we got to get on the two. So we'll see. Okay, okay, okay. That's good. That's good. So you're in school, but you're also working. And y'all, she is an amazing DJ. Okay, she is the bomb. She really, really, when she's in the atmosphere, she really knows how to get the people up, going, based off of, you know, how she might be feeling. But, of course, people give you the little, a little playlist part, too, because, you know, you can't be playing the ratchet at the at somewhere you ain't supposed yeah. to be playing the ratchet. I always ask for a playlist ahead of time, just so, you know, the people there can be in a little comfort zone right. and vibe with the music they like. But... The whole thing about being a DJ is that you have to reach a crowd. You got to know who you're playing for, why you're playing for them, and what the atmosphere is like. But also, as a DJ, you have to learn how to be diverse. It might not be something that you're really into or Mm -hmm. like, per se, but DJs bring the party wherever they go. Right, right, right. That is so, so true. So, how is it like with two other siblings who are both females? Mm Mm-hmm. And all of you ladies are just amazing at what you do. You know, you got your sister out at Cheney, yeah. being the best cheerleader she can be, you know, <laughs> doing what she do there, right? Yeah. Then you got you being a DJ, and then you got the little one out here right behind you in the DJ field, but also she's an entrepreneur as well. 
So how how do you guys like come together? Y'all ever have like moments where y'all sit down and like throw ideas off of each other, or like how's that like? See, I realize that. We don't force conversations. They kind of just happen when they happen. Mm-hmm. It's like very spontaneous. Um, but when we had those conversations, it's more just like, yeah, spitballing. Just like mm-hmm. whatever comes to your mind, what you're thinking, what you're feeling. Oh, I think you should do this next time mm-hmm. after a gig. Like we have debriefings every time I have yes. a gig. So this way I know how to grow. I know what the younger crowd likes. I know mm-hmm. what the older crowd likes. Right. And that's kind of just how I base my um this is awesome. That's where I go off. It's I know that. But that's how it goes. Because yeah. if you don't take the feedback and then understand what it is and then move from there, how can you grow? Like right. you mentioned. So it's always important as a business owner to always read the room when you get there, but then also allow the room to read you as well. Exactly. So that's that's good because feedback is good. You know, it's good because you might be able to take good constructive criticism, you know. All criticism isn't bad. Not all of it. Right. But, you know, I'm still 17. When I hear criticism, it go through one ear and go out the other. <laughs> so I'm going to have to hear it like five or six more times before yeah. I actually get on it. But, you know, that's exactly. how I learned. So what made you want to be a DJ? So when I was younger, I, I was a clean hip-hop artist for about, what, 10 or so years. Um, and every event that we went to, it was just like, the DJ is so corny, the mics <laughs> suck. But it was one gig that we went to, and I met another kid DJ by the name of D.L. Mm-hmm. and his father, DJ No Chaser. And I just watched this kid do his thing, and I just actually fell in love with it. Wow. So from there, No Chaser kind of worked with uh, kids who really wanted to DJ or okay. thought about it or have a love for music, and he was teaching them, like, this is how you do it. Yeah. This is the business of it, mm-hmm. and this is how you need to portray your business. Like, this is how you need to be professional. And... I guess just from there, that's why I felt the love for it. You know, I've always loved music. Okay. And I just felt like I wasn't going to be frontline on stage every time. Right. So I felt like DJ was the next best thing because you control true. the whole room like this. Listen, you definitely, literally control the emotions of the people. Exactly. How they physically do things. Like, you like a little, um, what's the little ventriloquist people? You really <laughs> got control over these people. The like, real talk. You. <laughs> I think you understand. <laughs> so, what are your your best type of events? Which events you like best? Wow, I like basketball games. I know that. I okay. really do like basketball games because once people get hyped mm-hmm. and when they so close to winning, when you rooting for that team, yeah. it's like that energy is crazy. Yeah. Mm, I'm trying to think. Sixteen, sweet sixteen is not my favorite mm-hmm. because kids now they don't know how to dance, they don't know how to party. <laughs> They don't know how to party for real, but I say my older events, like 60 and over, 50 and over, yeah. y'all know how to party. It's so, a turn up. It's the it's turn up. It all depends on <laughs> what the crowd is like, who's there, right? who's your customer that day. Your mm-hmm. customer might be your biggest high person, mm-hmm. so that's why it's just like, Right. OMG. She said them sweet 16s. It's alright, but it ain't for me. But I can definitely understand like an athletic game, whether it's football, basketball, or whatever, because that energy definitely has to be high. There's nothing like being at a ball. I don't know nothing about sports, but I know know basketball games, they turn up at basketball. Oh, definitely. A real turn up. So, what do you feel may have been your hardest struggle? Just understanding maybe just DJing or just balancing school and entrepreneurship. I think my major struggle was, well, I'm a kidney patient as well, Mm -hmm. so balancing, like, good health as well as Mm -hmm. keeping my grades up and then still just being able to run an entire business was just, like, the main 
just struggling. I'm as DJ. I'm not really a talker, mm-hmm. and if I get sick, I'm not really a stander either. Right. So it's like when I'm on my feet for like eight hours, I, I don't feel it that day. But right. some days you just gotta take a minute, take a breath, mm-hmm. get yourself together. You gotta keep going regardless. So that's how how you gotta like balance everything at once. That's true. That's true. And I know it becomes um. It gets heavy sometimes, like how you said, like, you know, just even dealing with your own personal health, then personal issues just all together, period. That's already a hassle, just dealing with as a person anyway. And then you have school, and then you have entrepreneurship, so it is a lot to balance, but you find a way to kind of make sure everything is a-okay, and I know you have loving and caring parents who make sure that you're cool, you know what I mean? So that's always a plus. So, let's get into success. What does success look like? With success, to me, is when I'm satisfied with myself, I guess. Um, right now, I think I'm more successful about staying out the hospital. I've been out for like five years, you know. So, being able to just maintain everything, like you said, and have that balance and stability that I needed to be able to live comfortably, mm-hmm. um, I think that's more of what I was looking for in success, basically. That's good. So, what do you feel may have been your biggest success to date? Well, I guess getting through COVID, I mean, I found a way to run my business through COVID by doing like Zoom parties and everything. So that helped grow my name as a DJ, Mm -hmm. as well as the fact that, you know, I now run a business for like four years. I'm staying out my parents' pockets for four years and I'm graduating. Like, I feel like being able to keep their balance Mm -hmm. for the success Right, because you could have been like, the heck with school, I'm going to just be a DJ full time, but you said, you know what, I'm going to do it because it might be somebody else watching me doing right. the same thing. I impacts a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Lot mm-hmm. of kids. So, making sure she finished school and then going to go off to college. Yeah. Oh, we all excited about that. So, I, what's the feels like right now? Like, you nervous? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Listen, my brain is like all over the place. I, I am kind of nervous only because school now, I'm be honest with you, it's hard. It's very hard. And I feel like on a college level, it's going to get harder. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I can still do it. I still expect more from myself. And I feel like I can be a bigger and better person. So that's why I'm trying to push it, but not over push or work myself a little too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like I'm ready. Once I clear my mind out. I'm ready. I'm just going to it, not think about it. Just like, let's do it. It's going to be a good time. No matter where you go, it's going to be a vibe. Yeah. Okay, because she's going to come and bring all the beats, all the music. Exactly. They be like, who is that girl? She is so hype all the time. Yeah, everybody's party. <laughs> everybody's party. <laughs> so <laughs> how did you get the DJ name? Okay. Where did this number from? Break it down from. So it's She JQD, and I feel like because I'm a female in a male-dominated industry, mm-hmm. that she part, that she J instead of DJ part, is like the whole like highlight of my. Okay. That she/her pronouns kind of brings out to the fact that you know I'm controlling this industry as a female. Right. right. That's under eighteen. Right. So QD is what I stuck with performing. Um, that's kind of like my stage name when I go by. It's okay. like my personality. It's like cutie, but you know, mm-hmm. put a little twist on it. But I put it together and kind of just went with she did cutie because, one, although it's a tongue twister, it is a cute little tongue twister. <laughs> so that's why I stuck with it. You like it. We like it's it. different. It is. 
very, very different. Because, you know, you just got some DJs out here with these little corny names sometimes. They be kind of corny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they regular. They regular. But you're not regular. Regular schnuckling. Not me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. love it. So, with you being busy and everything, how do you get to kind of pour back into yourself? Like, you practice self-care? What do you use a... Well, self-care to me... I love me some sneakers. I will go out and buy a Jordan on a good day, no matter what it is. I love me some sneakers, but it makes me feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. You now I wear sneakers everywhere. And then I go and I get my face done and I dress up. I go take pictures. That's my self-care. It's making myself look good. Mm. At least you're looking good. Yeah. As you know, some people don't care to <laughs> Not <laughs> <laughs> but that's how you but it's good for your feet as well because like you said you sometimes standing on your feet for long hours stuff like this so might as well invest in your feet and exactly. give them something to look at right exactly. period mm-hmm. make me look good mm-hmm. <laughs> even on my bad days I still get dressed up because that's self yes 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 you have to because sometimes we out here feeling like a bum and it's okay to bum sometimes it's okay to feel like one but not to look like one right <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it. So, what you got coming up that you can say on camera, all that good stuff? Well, on Monday. Upcoming, I'm working with the school district. The Roots Picnic is coming mm-hmm. up, of course, and a few other events that I have lined up, but they're more like private. So, I say mm-hmm. keep an eye out for my social media because you'll find everything there that's public and open to the people. So, and how can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under CJQD. Um, with the Andy Vidal Period. So, with that being said, before we go, can you give a piece of advice to a young entrepreneur who may be trying to figure out how can they do it? I can say a lot of things. One, be very diverse with your music. Always um, get out of your comfort zone and learn things. Um, and break some rules while you're at it because they look for uniqueness over, you know, the regular schmegler neither. So, yeah. <laughs> it's the disruptors for me. That's been like a trend throughout season five. Like, a lot of people were saying, like, you know, we're good disruptors. Like, you know, we have to be out here breaking the rules a little bit, bending them. So, you know, people can understand, like, everything don't have to be the same. All the time. Right. Everybody can tell you denim is very defiant. Denim does not listen. But denim sure is creative in many different ways. I can mm-hmm. tell you that. So. That is the truth. Well, I enjoyed you today. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. All cute and stuff. Getting ready to go to college. She ain't going to tell y'all on camera where she's going. Not yet. Not but we're going to find out. And we when we find out, we're going to let y'all know too. And with that being said, I hope everybody has a great day and continue to boss up with purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.